so the first thing, even though as a mom, you know, taking care of your kids and your responsibilities, not everything is going to be a a heck yes uh, that you want to do, but um, finding ways to activate that sacral so that you are saying yes in some capacity so that it will turn on to give you a little more juice to last as long as you mm-hmm. need to versus just going and doing something, right? Not just not finding the yes in the activity that you're trying to do and so not giving yourself full access to your energy. You are listening to Unapologetically Mommyhood, where we talk the real behind the scenes of mommyhood and business through the eyes and experiences of other moms in business. First, we are moms, yes, but we are also women, bosses, and humans. Here we support moms on being confident, authentic, and most of all, unapologetic to who they are, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Our identity isn't tied to just being a mom because we are so much more. Welcome to the mommyhood. This episode is sponsored by Thrive After Nine, a community and support system for moms who are coaches, consultants, and entrepreneurs supporting each other in a positive, safe, judgment-free zone of other like-minded women getting things done to thrive in your home and business. To find out more, go to www.thriveafternine.com. Oh, good evening and welcome to unapologetically me mommyhood the relaunch of unapologetically me where we are focused on being who you are the good the bad the ugly and being able to be a mommy run a business be a boss and just be a human right we're mommies but we're also human we're also women and we're so many other things so today's podcast is specifically about mom burnout but we're going to be talking about it from the direction of human design. What does your human design have to do with mom burnout? Where you're going to learn today. You're going to learn exactly how your human design can combat mom burnout and also relieve some of that overwhelm and help you live more stress-free, right? Bye following who you're meant to be, right? We're always talking about being unapologetic and authentic. This is one of the ways by following your life, how you are meant to. So today on today's podcast, we have a special guest who's going to talk to us all about human design. We're going to have a little chat about how human design and mom burnout can work together and get you on the right path to just leaving all of that stress behind. So I'm going to bring her in. And her name is Camille Talicia, and she will be joining us right now. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Unapologetically Me, Mommyhood. I'm so excited to have you here um, to talk with us, you know, about mom burnout and human design and how it works together, right? Because we have so many moms that are consistently being overwhelmed and stressed. And I find it's just because you're just going through the day and just moving, not really thinking about it. You know what I mean? So let's uh, go ahead and get into it. So Camille is a leadership and life design strategist. I just want to throw that out there right now. And before (laughs) we talk about mom burnout and human design, we're going to talk to her a little bit about what a life design strategist does and how 
she implements human design into business and personal development. Yeah, I love that. Uh, greetings, everyone. I'm Camille Felicia. I'm so happy to be here. Um, so I guess to answer the question of what it is that I do, right? That's what we're starting with first, right? So I work with uh, women entrepreneurs and executives, basically in creating more alignment in their life in a really strategic way. And human design is one of the tools in which I used to do that because for me, human design really helps inform who we are, how we use our energy, how we make our decisions, how we show up in the world, how we are impacted by other people and how we impact others, right? And so that really can run the gamut of what it applies to. And that's why I'm excited to talk about today from the perspective of parenthood, being a mom, but uh, for entrepreneurs, I especially just tap into that inside of how they show up for their clients, right? How they structure their work days, how they structure their weeks, how they make decisions on what to do and, and how long they're going to work and what is good for them and what isn't good for them and what feels good for them inside of their bodies and in their lives in general. And that's where that alignment piece comes from. So I'm excited. Yes, yes. And I love that because when you talk about like all the aspects, right, because a lot of times, you know, as moms who are entrepreneurs or as I say, coaches, consultants and entrepreneurs, because we have we have like a different, you know, lifestyle where we are working basically, I want to say two businesses, you know, because home <laughs> almost feels like another job, right? You have it your is. home which is like your nine to five, right? And then you have, well, it's not really your nine to five. It's like your 24 hours. Right, I was like, it's your 12 to 12. <laughs> you're your 24 hours. And then you have your business that you're working in. I feel that a lot of times with uh, moms, the overwhelm and the stress comes from not being able to integrate the two. It's always um, being separated, always mm -hmm. trying to say, okay, business is here and home is here. When that doesn't work, you have to integrate it and make it work together so that you can really like set a schedule so that you can really set a routine and mm -hmm. sometimes have a fallback plan because honestly no matter how much we schedule as moms like things just pop up it just pop up you're like oh my where did that come from like yeah. you're just moving and this things just pop up and i think that when you are authentic and you know about your human design or you know about um, who you are and how you operate, then you're able to better um, bounce back when things pop up and you have to change course. You're able to be like, oh, that happened. Oh, well, let's keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just, you just pull it right in instead of, you know, have to break down or, you know, get flustered or feel overwhelmed or stressed. You just bring it into the fold and you keep moving. And so when we're talking about human design, I know we, we had a chat um, about the different types, right, um, mm -hmm. as it pertains to human design. But we're going to definitely have to have that conversation again because the, the people need to know, um, as we're talking about human design, what does that mean for them? And um, how do they find out even, you know, what their human design is and then how do they apply it? Like, mm -hmm. how does that apply to who they are and what they do? So you talked about um, what you do as a life design strategist, right? So mm -hmm. let's talk about um, what human design, what is it? Like, we keep saying, <laughs> and you're probably like, what is human design? Why are you saying this to me? And yeah. you haven't told me what it means. 
Big facts. No. <laughs> um, so yeah, human design is a system that is essentially a synthesis of a few different modalities. But the basics that you want to think about are astrology, the chakra system, and um, genetic code, right? And so you would find out what your human design looks like by using your birthday, your birth time, your birth location, you would go to, there's a couple of different websites that will give you a free chart. One of the ones that I like to use personally in my business is geneticmatrix.com. So you go there, put in your birth information that I said, and you get this chart that's printed out and it has a bunch of shapes, right? So it's like you have some triangles, uh, some squares, a diamond, and um, some lines. And then you'll see like the human figure in the back. And basically what somebody like myself would do is then look at your chart and look at, okay, which of the shapes are filled in? Which of those lines are fully filled in? Which of those are um, halfway filled in? Which ones are empty? And um, also looking at there's numbers, which are the gates, not even going to not even gonna touch the gates right now, but you'd also <laughs> see like <laughs> there's numbers that are either circled some, depending on where you get it, it'll be circled in or a filled in circle around those numbers. And so that is your human design body graph chart. And then that is what you're now interpreting, right? And so depending on which of those shapes, which are called centers, are filled in. That is one of the things that will, one, determine your type, which is one of the biggest things that most people will know. They'll say, oh, I'm a, a manifester. I'm a manifesting generator. I'm a generator. I am a projector or I'm a reflector. There are five types. And so based on which shapes are defined or colored in um, and what they're connected to will determine your type. And the biggest thing that I will say about type just on a very high level is it determines whether or not you are a being who has sustained energy to do work or if you are more of what I call a sprint worker, right? And so that's one of the things that would be really important for moms to even know, because maybe you aren't doing double duty and working a job or running a business and also running a household. It still doesn't change the fact that if you are a being who is meant to be a sprint worker, having to be on call basically 24 seven is still gonna create some level of burnout for you if you don't create those times to rest, right? If you don't take those opportunities to slow mm. down, catch your breath, not do something, get some support, that sort of thing. Rest, I think is the big one. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that we'd have your type and then from there, your type, your, your chart will also let us know what your authority is. Your type will inform your strategy. So strategy and authority work together in the sense of taking action, making decisions, and what is the best way for you to do that, right? What is the best way for you to know? Should you be initiating an action? Should you be in response? And then making the decision on whether or not to take that action based on if you're once you have followed your strategy, which is, oh, should I be in response? Should I initiate? Should I wait for an invitation? That sort of thing. And then finally, you have just your centers in general, which will speak to the energy that you carry consistently or the energy that you are now picking up and being picking up from other people or being influenced by others around. And with when we're in the conversation of burnout, one of the centers that I would really focus on is that root and whether your root which is the bottom square in that chart. It's that the very last one on the chart at the bottom and whether that is defined or undefined because when your root is defined and I'm getting a little bit into it, but just, just a smidgen. Uh, when your root is defined, you're somebody who is a little more naturally like 
okay, I'm moving, I'm taking action, I'm, I'm on the go versus somebody with an undefined route who's a little more go with the flow. I don't have a whole, like I'm not always feeling moved to, to move <laughs> unless I'm being influenced by other people. So that's a very quick, 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 high level overview um, of human design a little bit. Oh, no, no, no. I love it. I love that you gave a high level overview because we're going really, to dig into it, though. We're not, okay. not going to just leave them at the high level overview where they're like, hmm. So but there will right. be the recording where you can go and listen again if you need to. But we're going to really dig into this. So you talked about the, the different types. And when we're talking about mom burnout and um, the different types and how they receive information, how they give information, how they receive energy and how they give energy, right? Let's let's just start from it. Let's start with the generator because we know the generator expels tons and tons and tons of energy. And being able to know and set up like, how do I as a generator um, and not, I'm not talking about me specifically, but a person, <laughs> As a generator, a mom is a generator who's out here and they just they're just going at it constantly. Mm -hmm. Be able to say, okay, these are the things I need to do in order to make sure that I'm not overwhelmed and that I'm taking the proper precautions to take time to be still so that I can recharge. Yeah. So the thing with generators right now, generators, we make up about 70% of the population. So we're in the majority. And what it means to be a generator, just for those of you who are new to human design, is you have the sacral center, which is the second to last square. That center is filled in, aka it is defined, which means that you have consistent access to the energy from the sacral center. And the sacral is the big battery of human design. It is the, it's the biggest of the, the four batteries or motor centers. And so it is the one that allows us to do that sustained long-term work. But the key is number one, that we're in response and that our response is actually a yes in order to activate that battery, right? And so the first thing, even though as a mom, you know, taking care of your kids and your responsibilities, not everything is gonna be a hell, a, a heck yes, uh, that you wanna do, but um, finding ways to activate that sacral so that you are saying yes in some capacity so that it will turn on to give you a little more juice to last as long as you mm -hmm. need to versus just going and doing something, right? Not just, not, finding the yes in the activity that you're trying to do. And so not giving yourself full access to your energy. Now that's one piece of it, right? But there's still all of the rest of the centers that you have. And so I was talking about that root center. So I'm a generator, but my root is undefined, right? And so that means that even though I have this sustained consistent energy, like I'm not always somebody who's like, oh, let me go do something, let me go do something. And feeling like I need to be in movement all the time where people who have a defined root often will get their, their their root is consistently pulsing, telling them, hey, get up, go do, go do, go do. And so for those with the undefined root, since we're not consistently doing this, unless we are being influenced by somebody around us, it's going to be really important for us to stay super, super present, aware and alert of what's going on in our environment so that we can always have something to be in response to that will allow us to get up and move and activate that sacral. And with kids, not that difficult, right? <laughs> it's right. not that difficult. No. Yeah, it's not. And but, so what, what, yeah, what you're ahead. saying about the sacral though, if are you saying if it's not activated, that's the point where you can be stressed and overwhelmed because 
you're not tapping into that energy? It's going to be a lot easier. Yeah, because you are going to get burnt out more quickly because you are not actually accessing that big old reserve of energy that you have because you haven't activated the sacral, right? You haven't given it a chance to say, yes, let me turn on, let me go. Now, there's so many components to this. I'm trying to think about like how to keep it as simple and easily accessible right now as yeah, possible. Let's, let's do that. Okay, give us an example then of activating the sacral. Well, it would be... So, well, the easiest way would be if somebody is asking you like, hey, Kamisha, do you want to go do blah, blah, blah? Or can you do da, 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 da? Can you go make dinner for the kids? And you're like, yes, yes, I can. Uh-huh. And so now the sacred like, cool, great. We're in motion. Versus like if you said, if, if your answer is no, but you still go do it, the energy level is a little bit different. Ooh. You may not acknowledge it, right? Because you're so, especially we're so conditioned to do things that we don't want to be doing for one reason or the other, whether it is for our worthiness or out of responsibility or out of obligation or because we're tapping into somebody else's energy unaware, un unknowingly, excuse me. Um, and so we kind of, in the beginning, a lot of people, when they're first learning human design, they don't know the difference. They don't feel the difference between when their sacral is a yes and when it's a no initially. Um, so that is one example. Did that, does that kind of make Yeah, no, that makes okay. perfect sense. So what I heard you say is that when we say yes, when someone asks us to do it and we actually mean yes, but we say yes, but we actually are thinking, no, we don't really want to do it. Mm -hmm. then we're not we're not activating that sacral right, right. because you're mm -hmm. saying when we actually say yes and we really want to it's mm -hmm. activated but when we're saying yes but in our mind or our body it's really no but it's really a no yeah mm -hmm. yeah it's really no but we're going to do it anyway because you mm -hmm. know we have to do it anyway right you yeah. can't just not fix the kids anything to eat, right? <laughs> right you know <laughs> we're going to so do it anyway yeah. So that's where that overwhelm and stress can come from because you're not pulling from your reserve, you know? Yeah. So what I'm hearing is a way to combat that is to actually have a routine where you are doing it when you want to do it versus Absolutely. just doing it, you know, because you're asked and you don't really want to do it because for, especially a mom as a business owner, when you're getting interrupted, right, to go do something, that is a time that you don't actually want to do it because you're being interrupted, yeah. you're focused, you're doing a task, but then you're being pulled away to go do something. And mm -hmm. you're like, okay, I need to do it. I have to do it, but I, I don't really want to do it because it's pulling me away from what I'm actually wanting to do in that moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's an mm -hmm. easy way I feel like you can um, not use that energy center from what you just said. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that, that happens a lot as well because- yeah. The first thing, I feel like the first thing they always do is contact mom, right? Of course. Every of time course. for anything. <laughs> and it's like, um, did you really need me for that? <laughs> no, but it just felt better to go to you, mom. Duh. <laughs> yeah. So Even if I feel like, like that. for all the moms listening, right? We need to think about that. Being able to do things when we actually want to do it. And if you know that it's just something you really don't want to do or don't really uh, don't really like doing, then going ahead and saying, okay, let me put this at a time where I know that I'm going to want to do it versus it just happening sporadically. That way you're being able to use those reserves of energy versus 
not, you know, because right now we're talking about how to combat this mom burnout. We want to combat it. Okay, so we can I add one other thing though about, and this is specifically for my generators, manifesting generators. The other thing about the sacral is that when it is activated, right? Because you were saying like when mom, an entrepreneur mom is working and in the middle of a task and being interrupted, that is, is, that's extra challenging for generators because when the sacral is activated and it's a yes and it is working on something, having to stop the flow is very, very frustrating. The sacral is like, once it's on, it's on to work to completion. And so if I started the task and now I have to stop, it's like, are you kidding me? Like it's, it's double frustration. And so that makes the thing, whatever the interruption is, especially a no. So it's really going to be about structuring your day. Like that's where that life design sort of comes in. Right. Because it's like, Mm-hmm. How can you structure your day so that when you're working, when you have tasks, you can be as uninterrupted as possible? Obviously, we can't control everything. We can't control the external, but where you can create as minimal as min- as few distractions, disruptions, interruptions as possible so that one, you can really maximize that sacral energy and two, so that whatever you have to go do after that, you can find the yes inside of it so that you can continue to use your energy. Those would be two additional tips that I would offer. I love that. And I love what you just said because you just like enlightened my whole life (laughs) Because literally every single time that I'm interrupted, like when I sit down, I want to go from the beginning to the end. So every time I'm interrupted, it is super frustrating because when I get back to try to finish, I have to take so much time to get back to a space where I can work from the start and end. So I have some times where I just have to let it go and come back to it at another time because I was interrupted. So you just enlighten my whole life because I promise you, every time I sit down, I only try to sit down when I can go from the beginning to the end. I'm like, the same if way. I, if I don't do that, then if I know I can't go from the beginning to the end, I usually won't do it until I can go from the beginning to the end. You just enlighten my whole life. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We were just talking about um, generators as we're talking about each um, human design type Mm -hmm. and um, how to combat mom burnout and how to use your energy um, wisely. And one of the things that we talked about, we talked about the generator. So when she just said that I'm a manifesting generator, so I'm still a generator. And when she said that, it just blew my whole mind because I'm exactly like that. Like I have to sit down and go from the beginning to the end of the task. So now we did talk about generators a lot. Just tell us a little bit about the manifesting generator and um, if anything would be different as it pertains to the energy and then burnout. For manifesting generators? Yes. Okay. So manifesting generators, again, like you said, you are a part of the generator family. You have a little bit of the manifestor energy in which there's a part of you that number one, wants to initiate things and needs to initiate, but you need to initiate things in order to get to the truth of whether or not it is the right thing for you, right? So when you are planning your day, right, and and saying, okay, these are the things I'm going to do, these are the steps I'm going to take, there's a part of you sometimes that's going to have to actually start doing the thing 
in order to even see, is this really the thing that I want to be doing? Is this actually mm. a yes? So what I say manifesting generators have a double yes that they have to do. So they have to do the yes, I'm going to try it. I'm being in response. My sacral is saying, yes, I have the energy. I'm interested in trying it. And then you have the, okay, I'm trying it. I've initiated. So now I'm getting my manifester on. <laughs> I don't know why I just made myself yeah. laugh. <laughs> I'm getting my manifestor on and um, and it's actually a yes. So now I want to continue, right? So you're doing your taste yeah. test in order to actually fully see through the activity to the end. And so that's something that for manifesting generators, I say, give yourself a little bit of grace in those moments where you start something. And then as you're doing it, you're like, oh, this isn't really it. Instead of trying to push through when you get your second, when you get your no, because you first said yes, of course. And so then when your next answer is a no, don't say, oops, I must just be tripping right now. Let me keep going. Unless, of course, it's something you have to do for the well-being of your children. But if it's outside of that, don't do it. Like the self-care mm -hmm. moment in that, the self-care opportunity in that moment is to say, this is a no for me right now. I'm not going to do this right now. This is either not what feels good to me. I don't have the energy anymore. Like whatever, it's not in alignment for me right now because no's are not permanent no's. They are no's right now. And so if you start something because you have to in order to get to your truth and then your truth is that you don't want to do it, stop. Because the thing is, especially for generators, that sacral center is also our life force energy, right? And so this is mm -hmm. what I always try to drill into my generators is like, yeah, it feels, it's like, okay, yeah, I can push through, no problem, no big deal. But it's like, how often do you want to be giving away your life force to something that is actually a no for you? And if you think about it like that, mm -hmm. that really puts it into perspective in how you use your time and the things that you actually commit yourself to doing, because it's like, this is, this is this is what <laughs> makes me tick. This is what makes me a being. And I'm just giving it away mm. to any any and everything. Like, no, be intentional about what you're saying yes to. And I honor and acknowledge when it's a no. I love how you said that. I I absolutely love how you said that. So <laughs> just being able to say, you know, no, like. It's okay in that moment to go on about your business and let it go. Just let it go in that moment. And if you come back to it and it's a yes later, that's fine. Absolutely. Look, so I'm over here just getting my whole life right now. <laughs> Get my whole life. Yeah. So though, we don't want to stay on the generators, even though we know generators make up 70% of the population. You know what I'm saying? But we, make the we definitely, better. we definitely want to be able to let you know the other human design types and yeah. you know how you can apply them to your energy. And if you weren't um here at the beginning of the uh, podcast, what um she did say where you could go and actually um, put in your information to find out what your human design type is. And she said her favorite uh, website for that is geneticmatrix.com, which is in the comments at geneticmatrix.com, where you can go and find out what your human design is so yeah. that you can um, actually know exactly what we're talking about, right? And yeah. know which one applies to you. So as we're moving on, so we did the generator, we did the manifest, we did the manifest, manifesting generator and yeah. now let let's move on so who do we have next 
Well, so we have the manifestors, the projectors, and the reflectors, and um, all three of those are considered non-sacral beings. So they kind of operate in the same way with the exception reflectors are a little different because they have no definition whatsoever within. So all of their centers, all their shapes are wide open. So they have no consistent energy flowing in their body uh, according to human design. And so manifestors and projectors, right? A lot of manifestors and projectors will find themselves having a defined emotional solar plexus, which is if you're looking at the chart, it would be the triangle on the bottom right that's pointing inward like this. And so that is also a motor center or an energy center. And so for manifestors and projectors, especially one of the things that they have to be very mindful of is they will be using their emotional energy to kind of to, to get them moving, right? And so they need to be focusing on saying yes to things that feel good to them emotionally, mm. right? Like, because that is going to be the thing that gives them the get up and go to go do the thing, to go to do the thing, um, to, to be a yes a lot, especially if they have a defined emotional center that is also going to be their authority center that's telling them, yes, I want to do this. And so one is if it's something big, like if it's a big decision on taking an action, they need to give themselves time to say yes, not try to rush themselves into being a yes to anything because they have to go mm. through a process of feeling their emotions, getting the information from their emotions and processing it in their bodies, feeling, you know, getting their truth inside of that emotional wave and flow. And then using that energy when it is a yes to now drive them to do the thing. If they have, and this is what's interesting, right? So manifestor projector reflector parents of generator children they have to be very mindful of the fact that that sacral center that is open is number one an opportunity for them to take in energy right because we all influence each other back and forth and so mm -hmm. there are going to be times where they feel and they actually do have a consistent amount of energy because they are consistently around their generator child. However, that energy is not theirs. And so what is happening is that in that open center, not only are they taking in that child's sacral energy, so they're getting that, oh, I have access to sustained marathon energy, like I like to say, but they are also amplifying it. So it feels like they have a lot of juice. And so they can take advantage of that, right? It's not because I know it's like, oh my God, am I taking energy from my kid? No, we are always in exchange, energetic exchange with each other. And so if you are able to tap into that sacral that will allow you to show up more consistently with energy for your child, utilize that. But remember that it's not yours because where your burnout and overwhelm will come from is when you try to consistently stay in that generator energy and forget mm -hmm. to release it because now your system is like overloaded, right? It's like you plugged into the generator and you forgot to unplug and you left the computer charging. You know, they say unplug your laptop sometimes. Don't always leave it plugged into the power source because it burns out the battery. Mm -hmm. Think of projectors, reflectors, manifestors like that. Like you don't want to over power, <laughs> uh, whatever the electrical term is, right? Like you don't wanna continue to give too much juice to the small battery you have, you're gonna give it, you're gonna burn it out. And so that's something that you have to be mindful of is like, even though I feel like I have this energy, it is not always mine. And so I have to find times to let it go, to release it and to rest because that is my natural 
authentic way of being is somebody who does work in sprints most of the time. So if I find myself marathoning, mm. I have to find a way to release at the end of the day. Does that make sense? Yes, it absolutely makes sense, especially when you talked about plugging in and how batteries burn out. Like we all know that batteries lose their energy, right? And especially if you are overpowering it, it definitely loses its energy. So that makes sense. And what you said about the children, I'm not even like that wasn't even on my mind until you said it. So when we're talking about burnout and we're talking about human design, we have to remember who like we may be one thing, but then our children may be something else. Mm -hmm. And the energy is circulating between us and we're, we're not even paying attention to it. We just know we just know that it's happening. So if you have um, children and your children are different um, human design types as well. <laughs> So being able to interact with them differently, even though we know that the children are different, just knowing their human design as well would be very helpful. Mm -hmm. um, because I did everybody in the house and found out everybody was a generator except one of the children was a projector. Oh, oh okay. So I was like, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. So um and then I thought about it. I was like, okay, I have to be mindful of this um, mm -hmm. now, you know, just being mindful um, of what, who everybody is. And especially when we're talking about human behavior, right. And mm -hmm. um, you know, that I use the disc assessment and when yeah. um, with the disc assessment right now, like with this, with the small children, I can kind of like gauge what they may be right now, but that could change. Right. And mm -hmm. so just knowing and watching and seeing the behavior and how everybody is interacting could play a really big part. And especially when it comes to overwhelm and stress, right? As you talked about, especially um, projectors and reflectors, right? No, because you reflectors, like you said projectors and what's the, the one Manifestors, projectors. Manifestors and reflectors taking on the energy of their children, mm -hmm. right? And then um, not letting that energy go and just going, going, going. So that makes perfect sense. And the one that we've, you've touched on, but we didn't really talk about was the reflector. Yeah. And so with the reflector, um, what's the difference? So, so what the is the biggest, like the biggest difference as it pertains to how burnout can occur? So for reflectors, the reason why they're different is that they are literally always, like they're wide open. And so they are always in a space of being able to be influenced by other people's energy. And so on the one hand, again, like I was saying with that open sacral, you taking in the sacral energy of your kids, no problem. Mm -hmm. Definitely use that to your advantage as a reflector since you don't have any consistent energy centers that are allowing you to kind of move and get in motion. However, it's the same thing, like I said, for manifestors and projectors, but on a total body scale, right? Like everything is open from your head to your root. So making sure that at the end of each day, you are discharging all the energy because talk of, like we talked about one battery burning out, but imagine all your batteries from your throat, your head, how your, your mind, your heart, you know, your will center, like your spleen, all of these, these places you would be picking up and amplifying people's energy. And so you could create burnout like across the board in your body. And these centers do actually equate to various like physical parts of our body. And so it's like mm -hmm. literally saying, okay, you might be burning out um, 
your adrenal gland, right? Like with your root center or your spleen, your actual spleen, you know, those sorts of things. And so it's just really, really important that you discharge as much energy as possible at the end of each day, knowing again, mm -hmm. like if your child is a, a generator as well, like you will get access to that new energy the next day. So you don't have to worry about holding it, just knowing, be more concerned with releasing it and staying present and aware of when you are tapping in and picking up on other people's energy in any of your open centers, but especially if you're a reflector, cause you are just wide open. Yes. I love that. So my next question would be, how do they get rid of that energy? Because when you're talking about all of that energy and then all everything burning out, to me, that's almost like saying, okay, you're about to have mom burnout, right? Because yeah. you're taking in all this energy, you're not releasing it, and it's nowhere for it to go. And so you're overwhelmed. So how mm -hmm. do they release that, especially by the end of the day where they can have like a good rest, like yeah. lay down, have a good rest? You know, this is where uh, the conversation about self-care really comes in. And I feel like, especially inside of this mommyhood conversation in general, self-care doesn't get talked about enough in motherhood, mm -hmm. right? Um, but simple things, number one, even if it's a five-minute breathing exercise, meditation, like if all you can find is five minutes to meditate, take the five minutes and then try to mm -hmm. add an extra five, right? Really being intentional about using your breath to allow yourself, your body to release. So that's taking the, the deep breath in through your nose, filling up the diaphragm, intentionally releasing with each exhale so that you are saying to the body, anything that doesn't belong, I am letting go of, right? Some people actually need to physically pat their body to get energy out sometimes. Do that, clap your hands. For me, mm -hmm. I have an open emotional solar plexus as well. So that emotional energy can be very overwhelming in my body if I'm not mindful of it. I'm much better now, but when I wasn't, <laughs> it still happens. I'm not perfect, work in progress. But when I do feel that overwhelm, right, for me, it's literally rubbing my side, rubbing the side, taking a breath. This is not mine. This does not belong to me. I don't need this anymore. Thank you for the information. Thank you for the energy. <sighs> Let it go. Um, mm. If it needs to be really tangible, taking a bath or even allowing the water in the shower to be a form of release. I mean, I'm getting a little more into the woo of it all, but like if you are somebody who is woo-woo in any capacity or does spiritual things, you, you know that there are various ways we can release energy, but physically in the body, like I would say moving, touching, breathing, rubbing, showering. Um, the simplest is before you go to bed, before you lay down, giving yourself five minutes, 10 minutes to just like, none of this is mine ever. Anything that isn't mine, I am letting go of. If that's the best you can do, mm. taking a moment to just actively release the energy from your body will absolutely serve. Oh my goodness. I love that you said that there are so many different ways to do it and based on who you are. So based on who you are, then that's how you release that energy. And one of the things for me is just to take time to be still so that I can actually just let it go like because i can feel it all through my body like i can just feel the tenseness the stress and taking everything in right so i love that mm -hmm. you said that and i want to stress about the self-care because that's really important as a mom and i know sometimes we're like well we don't really have the time or we can't find the time throughout the day to just sit right just sit 
and take time to yourself. Even if you have to stay up a little later, just a little bit past when everybody else goes to sleep so that you can get those few minutes to release that energy. Because what I'm hearing Camille say is that you got to let that energy go. Yeah. You have to let that energy go. And I feel like if you don't let that energy go, when you wake up the next day, you're just piling it on and piling it on every time when you don't let it go. Yeah. Because I've had some of those moments and I'm pretty sure we've all had some of those moments where we're constantly piling on the mess, right? And we're never (laughs) letting go of that stress. We're just piling it on and piling it on and piling it on. So that self-care is very important. Yeah. Major proponent of (laughs) self-care. Yes. So this is um, part of uh, the podcast where I like to give a tool and a tip. So as mothers who are coaches, consultants, and entrepreneurs, I want to be able to give some tools that can help out in your um, business and help out in your personal life. And they're always tools that I use myself. So I will never recommend something that I haven't used. I haven't researched. I don't do that. I have to know <laughs> that <laughs> I have to know. So um, the first um, tool that I want to give um, that can work as a business tool that can also help in your personal life because it helps a little bit with the automation, the kind of set and forget. And I feel like it's a good um, all-in-one scheduler that I have been holding on to for many years and I use it when I need it. It's a great fallback on at any point in life and it's called Acuity. <laughs> And you would um, definitely just put in Acuity scheduling to make sure you get the correct one. But it's an amazing tool and you can do a lot with it. It's not just a scheduler. You can handle so many parts of your business with the Acuity scheduling. And and how it helps your personal life is that when you set it all up, you can just let it go. It moves and it goes on its own. It's called automation to where you don't have to manually do things that you could be using that energy for something else and you don't have to worry about oh i'm doing this with the kids what's happening with the business right because it'll work for you so go ahead and let it work for you it's a really simple inexpensive tool um and then the other tool that i want to um, mention is called evernote now i used to sleep on evernote right because I had, I've had Evernote since 2017, right? And now in this moment, I've just started using it this year. Sounds crazy, right? It is. (laughs) I just started using it this year and I opened it and I started uh, making notes. You can, I don't know how many notebooks you can have, but I have tons of notebooks. And in each notebook, you have notes that you can put. You have task lists, you have schedules. It connects in so many different ways. And it's been a lifesaver because I have it on my phone. It You can have it on your computer. It syncs together. Um, you can have it on all your devices. So no matter what device is near me, if I need to jot down a note, I need to make a task list, I need to do something, it's always there. <laughs> and so that is a, a great tool to use that um, I feel like it syncs well and is very user-friendly. Once you create your notebooks, and go in and decide whether you want it to be a note or a task. You can even put tables. You can turn in different colors. You can do whatever you want. You can get as extravagant as you want inside of Evernote. So those are two tools 
that I wanted to give you um, in being a mom in business, right? Now it's going to be time for the tip. So the tip is going to come from Miss Camille Talicia. <laughs> okay. And so it's a tip off the top of your head. No. So the tip <laughs> coming from our expert for today is going to be on human design and energy and mom burnout. So if you could give one tip on how to manage your daily energy as it pertains to your human design, what would you say? Ooh, that is a really good question. Um, I think my biggest tip would be one, learning your type, right? Because that will inform whether you are a sacral being or a non-sacral being. And then that will inform whether you are a sprint worker or a marathon worker. And then two, really understanding what your strategy is, because that is the thing that comes before us taking action, right? And so for generators, right? only taking action when we're in response, even when it comes to our kids. Like if you are more mindful about responding to what your kids need or, or what you know they'll need. So maybe like being preemptive and like preparing so that you can respond to their hunger needs, that's sort, those sort of things. You'll find that it prevents you from using more of your energy than necessary, right? Or a, 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 a projector <laughs> whose strategy is to wait for an invitation. Obviously your kids are not going to invite you to do things for them, but finding those opportunities where they are creating some sort of invitation, because then what that means is that you're in energetic exchange with whomever is giving you an invitation to be of support, to show up for them. So now you have a little more access to that sacral energy, ideally from them in order to get things done in order to show up for them. And so really paying attention to your strategies in those ways for manifestors, it's initiating action. So that's like simple. Okay. Just be an initiation, but informing when you're going to take action so that you don't run up against other roadblocks or obstacles or, yeah. issues that other people friction that others may create for you while you are trying to complete these actions that feel good to you and are yeses for you because of your authority right and then for reflectors really really like your reflector strategy is actually wait 28 days wait a lunar cycle obviously that part is not realistic that's for big decisions but for reflectors, it's like, does how does it feel in my body in some capacity? Like, is there alignment inside of my body? Is there friction when I'm trying to do this thing? So finding as many opportunities to be in alignment and have access to the energy that you need to get things done will be very, very important for managing energy, right? And for generators, of course, it's finding things to be in response to and finding the yes for the sacral, finding an opportunity for the sacral to say yes as much as possible so that you can have as much sustained energy as possible to show up. Human design tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good because each each type needs to know, right? So I yeah. like that you did go into each type because my mind was like, well, what does everybody do? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but that yeah. makes sense that each type needs to take in the information differently because you're going to project your energy and use your energy differently. So I love that. And yeah. so, and as we're still on tips, the <laughs> other thing that I want to ask you is yeah. that 
can you give them an action item that they can do right away? Go get your human design chart. <laughs> yeah, we told them to get their human design chart, but just one action. Um, okay, item. but honestly, and and it's it sounds a little woo, but woo is the other name of the game for me. So I'm not even gonna apologize for that, right? Don't but unapologetically. First, that yeah. that's what we do here. And unapologetic. <laughs> But the first thing is after you get your chart to really connect with yourself and your body, feel what your natural, unadulterated, mm. unconditioned, I'm checking my grammar there, um, like what it feels like when you are by yourself in your own energy, right? Because the mm. more acclimated and present and aware you are to how you feel naturally, the easier it's going to be for you to tell anytime you are out of alignment, overwhelmed, burned out, or just simply being influenced by other people's energy. And that's not a bad thing, right? Because imagine mm -hmm. knowing what it feels like when you are just with yourself, non-sacral being or sacral being, so you're not in motion, you're just chilling. And then it's like, oh, I got a bolt of energy. What should I do with this? Especially if you're a projector, manifester, manifester, reflector, and now you have access to some extra sacral energy, right? So it's like, oh, great, yes. I feel this boost. What can I go do with this? What can I say yes to right now and get done? right? Because I have this energy versus if you are just going with the flow, not present and aware. And so now you're just pushing through when you don't have access to energy. That's when the burnout comes, right? That's when you are too tired and you don't, and you get bitter because we, I didn't even talk about this, right? But there's not self themes in human design that are cues that tell you like you're out of alignment. And so mm -hmm. manifestors, it's anger, generators, it's frustration, projectors, it's bitterness uh reflectors it is de depression i just totally blank for a second and so it's like when you are feeling these things those are your cues to say oh something is out of alignment right and so mm -hmm. even as a parent right like say you're a projector mom and you feel bitterness that is the immediate cue for you to say where am i out of alignment where am i saying yes to things that weren't mm -hmm. actual invitations where am i trying to use energy i don't have right same thing for generators where did i say yes when it was a no where am i pushing myself like all of those things so the tip the action item is Find your energy first, get comfortable with your energy first, know your energy first so that you can know when you have access to other energy, when you're being influenced, when you're out of alignment, when you're overwhelmed, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. I'm done. <laughs> I love it. No, I love exactly what you said. Like you're, cause what you're talking about is authenticity, right? But actually yeah. taking a time to sit inside of it. Once you know your design type and what your chart is saying to really sit in it and accept it and begin to operate in a way that is really real for you versus what you've conditioned yourself and what other people have con conditioned you to be. So I love it. Absolutely love it because we talk about it all the time, even with um, working inside of the disc assessment and your preference and your behavior type and being able to also be who you are naturally, take that time to really sit and be self-aware and self-reflect on what that is for you so that you can operate in that way. So I love everything you just said there. And so that was our time for tools and a tip, right? And the information will also be in the description. So 
we've done our tool and our tip. So now, um, if you have made it this far, or you're just tuning in, we've been talking about mom burnout from a human design perspective and how your human design type can assist you in beating the overwhelm, assist you in getting rid of the stress and living freely with your energy, right? <laughs> in the way that you um, need to operate so that um, you can combat mom burnout. So I have been talking about talking with Camille Talicia, who is a leadership and life design strategist, and she her company is Intentional Goddess. And you could definitely find her online on Instagram at the Intentional Goddess. Is there anywhere else they can find you at? Yeah, my website, theintentionalgoddess.com, or if you are specifically looking for human design information, intro to humandesign.com. That would be the place to go if you would like to get some more support from me around your human design thingy. <laughs> so you can find her at intro to humandesign.com, <laughs> theintentionalgoddess.com, online at the intentional goddess. And I, I just have to say this. I can't believe you got intro to humandesign.com. I just had to say that. When you just said that, I was like, I can't believe you got that. Listen, like, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> the universe is working in my favor. Hello. Yeah, I'm like, she got intro to humandesign.com. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, so you can find her at all of them, all of them. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast unapologetically me mommyhood is the relaunch of unapologetically me where we are specifically talking about moms in business with as coaches consultants and entrepreneurs and how to be able to do both and feel really good about it they are not two separate things right we have to be able to learn to create a lifestyle and it includes your home and your business they're both together right so I like to thank you for joining me. I like to thank everyone who's watching now and watching the replay. And definitely don't forget to hit subscribe and come back again live every week. So see you next week. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>